Welcome to the Workforce Connections Podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC Podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today, we have another member of the Workforce Connections Board here with us, my friend Cecil Fielder from Keolis Transportation. Cecil, welcome. Greetings, Army. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I'm excited about our conversation today, but before we get into the meat, tell me about uh, what do you think about this podcast idea? I think it's a great idea. I think it's innovative, thought forward, and the level of information sharing is second to none. And you're going to have to uh, make sure next time you see Jack to give him kudos because it was his idea. I will. I will. So tell us, uh, you know, as you know, the the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, it, it funds our work and it says that our board must have a majority business membership. 51% of our board members must represent business and it must be people like you who not only have optimum policymaking authority in their organizations, but hiring authority understand the labor market. And so tell us, uh, in your perspective, why is it important for businesses like Keolis to have a voice here on the Workforce Connections Board? Well, first and foremost, it's a tremendous honor and a privilege uh, to serve. Obviously, Keolis is only one of thousands of employers across the Southern Nevada, Southern Nevada Valley. Um, and so with that being said, you know, we take this role seriously. Uh, and again, it is an honor. And, and, you know, you not only represent Keolis, as you said, Cecil, here, you're really representing the transportation industry. And we know that that transportation industry is uh, in an evolution right now. Everybody's talking about autonomous uh, vehicles, right? Is there somewhere where Keolis is doing anything about autonomous vehicles? Uh, as you know, a couple of years ago, we did uh, have a pilot uh, in uh, the container park area. It was extremely successful. Um, if I had to forecast, I think we're still several years away uh, before we can go fully autonomous uh, throughout uh, the nation. It's scary, right? When you think about it, uh, I see shows on, on TV where they talk about autonomous trucking. And when you think about you and your, your family on a, on a highway and you see this massive truck next to you with no driver, it's a, it's a little scary. But I guess it would be kind of like the people in, in the um, early ages of... Uh, of um, the air airplane industry, right? Where the first time somebody said, we're going to climb into that massive structure of steel and get into the air. Whatever we don't understand is still, I guess, uh, strange in the beginning, but we know it's coming. Uh, tell us how, what is Keolis seeing in the market today? Because the COVID pandemic has really uh, reshaped what uh, not only businesses expect from employees, but what job seekers expect from their jobs. Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing in that labor market today. Sure. So <clears throat> across the nation, I don't want to get too heavy off into the, the, the neuroscience of it, but we're seeing a shift in the mindset with our candidate pool. Uh, we're experiencing a spirit of complacency, a spirit of entitlement. Uh, we believe it was infused by the pandemic. Uh, not only in our candidate pool, but also internally within our workforce. So essentially people want more for less. Um, and so I don't want to just leave it there. Um, I'm predicting and I believe that employers will have to spend more time uh, on mentorship programs uh, to shift that mindset back. And it's going to take some time. That's interesting because we also see that in our one-stop centers. We are seeing candidates who uh, value 
uh, flexibility much more than they did before. Uh, used to be, of course, uh, the actual pay or the salary was one of the first things on the list. But now the ability to work remote, the ability to have built-in childcare are things that uh, job seekers are, are finding much more uh, higher on their list of, of things when they find work. So uh, also something that I wanted to ask you about today was you've been a board member for a few years and we're very grateful uh, to have you. But recently you've transitioned into a leadership, two leadership roles here at the board. Not only are you the vice chair of the board, and by the way, elected by your peers, uh, but also the vice chair of our programs committee. Tell us a little bit about what it's like to have uh, this new role, if you will, and, and what is that you enjoy working on the programs committee and the board? Sure. Uh, so that was a uh, that was several questions wrapped up in a one. So I'll do my best. Be patient with me. Uh, the transition was seamless. You know, we talk about mentorship, uh, Jack Martin, uh, Miss Val. You know, the transition for me to go from board member uh, to vice chair, uh, I think, was seamless. Uh, again, the infrastructure was there, built-in men- mentorship, and so over time, it allowed me to scale. And then I'm surrounded by a group of great profe- professionals, uh, Miss Mary Beth Seawald, uh, Dr. Jesus Jara. The list goes on and on. Guy Martin. And uh, so it just it was a seamless transition for me. Yeah, we're blessed to have, I think, great board members. We really are. You and your, uh, you know, there's 23 members of our board, all of them actively engaged. Uh, we have uh, also a great group of local elected officials consortium to, to govern our agency. What, um, what particularly do you like uh, in the work that you do when you meet with the programs committee? What are the things that bring you most satisfaction? The level of transparency, you know, it's that inner circle discussion, the momentum that's built, um, the uh, thought forwardness uh, with the committee. Um, you know, I think that the programs committee as well as the the board do a really good job of generating that momentum of change, and we've seen that throughout the valley over the next over the last several years. Yeah, it's I, I like that you say that because this uh, the programs committee and the board. Uh, and you've been there has made some pretty uh, difficult decisions over the last few years where there was a lot of um, heavy discussions, I would say even controversy and uh, wasn't the funnest of, of times. But I think um, the what matters now is the outcomes that we see in our system, the data that we see, I think really validates and justifies those tough decisions that were made uh, months ago. Do you feel the same way? I agree. Couldn't agree more. You know, to, um, you know, it, it just it speaks to the level of leadership uh, from you and your staff. The change that we're going to experience and that we have experienced is going to be a, around for generations to come. We are essentially closing the gaps between business and the uh, job seeker. Uh, and the alignment, you know, the, the silos have been torn down, uh, and this alignment is beautiful. I feel the same way. Tell us, uh, I know we also um, traveled to, to Washington, D.C. Uh, I know you've been there before. Why would you say it's important for a board member to take the time to travel with us to the annual forum for the National Association of Workforce Boards, in your experience? Sure. So we often focus on the what and we sometimes step over the why. Traveling to Washington, D.C. gave me that why. I understood my role, understood the expectation, uh, the level of responsibility, 
uh, and really increased clarity. Uh, so it was a great trip for me, and I recommend it to other members. I do too. I hope more members uh, do like you and take the time to, to go. Um, here's the last question I have for you today. Uh, we are always talking about what kind of occupations or skill sets are relevant for our participants. And as you know, uh, uh, not all of our participants are going to go on to college or a four-year university. Uh, a lot of them really still like to work with their hands. And so we have to find uh, trades, skill sets that are relevant to our area. And so one of the things we're planning to do, and you've helped us with it, is we're going to bring a demo, a special demo for paintless uh, dent repair here to Workforce Connections to expose uh, graduates from the Hope for Prisoners program, uh, kids, young kids who are in the Spring Mountain Youth Camp. And so, you know, with the hopes that, again, is there is this a, a training that would impact their lives, something that they could either uh, take this six-week uh, training and start a business of their own or go work for somebody who owns a fleet of cars or has a car dealership or something like that. So what are your thoughts on our efforts to try to bring uh, these kinds of innovative practices here in the region? Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. You know, again, it, it's it's a testament uh, to the thought forward approach. It's innovative. Um, it allows the end user to find their gift, scale. Six weeks is not a long time. You know, this is not a four four year bachelor's degree program. Um, this is where they can hit the hit the ground running immediately and start generating uh, income, if not, uh, starting up their own business. Again, kudos to the Workforce Connections team. Well, thank you, Cecil. And, um, you know, I'd like to give you a chance uh, maybe for, for first thank you for being here today, for being on our board, for always being uh, ready to, to jump in whenever we ask you to, whether it's to travel with us, to attend uh, events, to represent our agency, you're always, uh, always say yes. And so we're, we're very grateful for that grateful that you were here today with us so this is your chance to uh say maybe share some final thoughts with our listeners say your goodbyes before we close the podcast thank you for allowing me to be here today it was absolutely a, a humbling honor and a privilege uh, i think that the in information sharing uh, on these segments uh is going to be uh cutting edge going forward absolutely well, thank you cecil thank you jaime so that's it for our podcast today. We hope you join us for a future episode. So until next time, stay safe.